Hello, I'm Rhonda Nowak for the Mail Tribune and Rosebud Media. This is the Literary Gardener for October 31st, 2019. The topic this time here's why old garden roses are still hip. Unlike people, roses probably do not consider themselves as having a purpose in life. But if a rose bush did have a mission, I expect its greatest sense of achievement would come from creating not just a whole lot of beautiful flowers, but the grand array of round red rose hips which come after them. Marion Van Eyck McCain, Elder Woman, A Handbook for the Later Life Journey, 2002. On the contrary, I think rose bushes do have a mission. Over time, rose bushes have evolved multiple strategies flowers with color and fragrance, pollen as food for pollinators, thorns for protection against predators, all in order to accomplish their life goal of reproduction. As fruit that develops in late summer and fall, rose hips are indeed the greatest achievement of the rose plant. All that is left to produce offspring is for the fruit to be eaten by wildlife or dropped to the ground, in order for the seeds inside to be dispersed and given the chance to germinate. Gardeners don't often see rose hips on their rose bushes because the faded flowers and the flower's ovary, which develops into the fruit, have been pruned off to encourage repeat blooming. Also, roses with multiple petals, such as hybrid teas, confuse pollinators. This prevents the eggs inside the ovary from being fertilized and developing into seeds. So, the flower's ovary doesn't need to enlarge into fruit to enclose the seeds. Even if modern cultivated roses are fertilized, they usually produce insignificant rose hips. Today's roses are not propagated by seeds but from rooted cuttings. So, roses are bred to focus more energy on producing lots of flowers instead. Their sex life has been decommissioned. Old garden roses, or species roses with single or semi double petals, produce the largest, showiest rose hips. The hips can be round, oval, or bottle shaped and develop from green into bright red, orange, or even dark purple. Depending on the species, rose hips grow individually or in clusters on flower stems. As the flowers fade and the foliage dies back in the fall, rose hips become more prominent, adding color and visual interest to the garden. They also provide food for foraging wildlife, or they can be harvested for fall decor, or for tea, jelly, syrup, and soup, but don't eat rose hips that have been sprayed with pesticides. Rose hips have the largest concentration of vitamin C among all food crops. At least 10 times more vitamin C than an orange. Particularly, the hips of the dog rose, or Rosa canina, so named because it was once believed to cure the bite of rabid dogs. Another species rose that is commercially grown for its large, fleshy rose hips is Rosa rugosa, commonly called the beach tomato rose. Dog roses and Rugosa roses are non native species that have become naturalized in parts of Oregon. They're hardy, sprawling shrubs that can grow into dense hedges about eight feet tall. For an extensive list of roses that produce significant rose hips, visit the Heirloom Roses website at www.heirloomroses.com. Oregon also has native roses that produce rose hips from clusters of single petal pink flowers that are about two inches in diameter.
They grow up to eight feet tall and spread quickly by underground suckers. The flowers of the Nutka rose, or Rosa Nutkana, have a sweet cinnamon fragrance, and the flowers are followed by large, bright orange hips. Woods rose, or Rosa woodsii, bears bright red hips, and the bald hip rose, Rosa gymnocarpa, has smaller red hips that continue to feed wildlife throughout winter. Bald hip roses are so named because the flower sepals, or calyx, do not remain attached to the fruit as other rose sepals do, seen as the pointy parts of the fruit when dry. The best time to harvest rose hips for eating is after the first few frost, but be sure to leave some for overwintering wildlife. Snip rose hips from the stem. Remove the remaining stem and calyx, wash, and dry on newspaper in the sun. To make dried rose hips, cut them lengthwise, place in a food dehydrator for about five hours or until fully dried, and then grind them in a food processor. Shake the processed rose hips in a wire sieve to remove all the hairs that enclose the seeds. The seeds don't need to be removed. Store dried rose hips in an air airtight container and keep in the cupboard. To make tea, use one to two teaspoons of dried rose hips, steep in boiling water for 15 minutes, and strain. Rosehip tea is a traditional remedy for all sorts of ailments, as well as for symptoms related to menopause. Rosehips are featured on the cover of Marion Van Eyck McCain's book to represent the beauty and value of the postmenopausal elder woman. I haven't read Elder Woman yet, but it's on my winter reading list because I wholeheartedly agree with the author's view about aging. She writes, What I have realized is that if a woman approaches old age with fear and trepidation, with denial, dread, or even just with resignation, she will simply become an old woman. On the other hand, if she approaches it with curiosity, expectancy, joyful acceptance, a passion to be of service, and the willingness to explore new territory, she will find herself becoming an elder woman. Now that's a mission I'd like to cultivate. And that's it for the Literary Gardener this time. Thanks so much for listening and happy gardening. <music>